The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back with you, Tower 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by Herdant Sports. Chris Schmidt, Elijah Herbel. We'll get into some Major League Baseball. Jabba Chamberlain going to join us. Look at the MLB postseason as things are shaping up. And then we'll head to Vegas, Danny Burke. We say hi to uh, head football coach for a long time at Colorado and Northwestern College Football Hall of Famer Gary Barnett with us. And coach uh, jumping in with us before the Friday night affair with Stanford and Colorado. Coach, how's the week been? Thanks for a few minutes. Uh, it's been good. Uh, we're going we're gonna to be about 35 degrees tomorrow night. And so... We've had great weather up until all of a sudden we're going to get one day of it, and then we break back clear. But it's going to be nice and cold tomorrow night for the Stanford Cardinal and Buffaloes. Well, you'll uh, where you're seated. I'm sure the windows are open, but you you stay warm, don't you? When you're calling the game, do you have a little heater? Well, let me tell you, you know, Mark. Johnson's a North Dakotan, and so he thinks <laughs> life's supposed to be. When he gets over sixty, he 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 can't take it anymore. So he leaves every window open. Uh, I mean, he's got he's not dressed in a coat. I'm up there shivering to death. But uh, uh, they've taken care of me with a foot warmer, I think, or a heater down below. So I'll be all right. I'll figure it out. I'm, unfortunately, we're two hours outside before that. No so man, that's the problem. So your pregame is outdoors, huh? Yeah, we do two hours outside. So. Jeez. So, Schmitty, it's, it's almost the opposite of you and Carol in the mornings over here on KFOR, where Carol's got her space heater on and you're sweating away. Oh, and- brother, it's, 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 it's South America in there. Uh, it's 400 degrees every day, all day. But you know what? It's keeping me less blubbery. Um, coach, so we were talking since it's the bye week and – you know, Nebraska played Friday night, and they found a way to hang on against Illinois, some good and some ugly, but you'll take the win, and, and we'll get there in a minute. I wanted to ask you, because you've seen a lot of great ball games. If you could pick just if, – if you had to pick – let me rephrase that. If you had to pick just one rivalry game or, or team that you're not familiar with, that's either Missouri Northwestern or Colorado, to, to go to – where would it be? This bucket list bye week is what we're talking about, and I've never gotten down to the Red River rivalry, and I would have loved to go to have gone last Saturday. You know, I've been really lucky that I've seen them all except Army Navy. Okay, I've, I've been to the Iron Bowl. I've been to the Red River rivalry. I've been to the, uh, the Tennessee Florida game. I've been to Arizona, Arizona State, Washington, Washington State, Oregon, Oregon State, Ohio State, Michigan, Missouri, Kansas, of course. But um, I, the one I haven't been to is is Army Navy that I would like to go. That's pretty awesome. That's one that, that came up with me. I, I've always wanted to see uh, USC at Notre Dame. I know that's this weekend. Might as well just hop on a plane, Elijah. My ones just do it. Um, the uh, the cocktail party sounds good, Jackson down in Jacksonville. You've covered that, right, Georgia, Florida? Yes, 
Yep, got this, that one. And uh, I, I, I'll tell you another great one is the backyard brawl between West Virginia and Pitt. That's, is it? That's really good. Okay. Um, so it's uh, I've done a wide out at Penn State, which was one of the most fun things to do. So, yeah, it's uh, lucky, but no Army Navy yet. Okay. Uh, well, among the games you have seen, Coach, which do you think tops the list of, of those games? If you're recommending to us, which one should we put at the top of our bucket list? Probably Texas, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. just because of what it, where it is, and the way they divide the stadium up. Uh, it's a neutral site, sort of, <laughs> and I, I, that's to me, it's just amazing to sit there and see half the stadium in red and half. Stadium in Orange. I, 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 that's, I think that one's fantastic. So. Coach, you got to go back uh, to last weekend. Thoughts on Nebraska's win? Thoughts on the Buffs' uh, walk-off win? Uh, well, they were both ugly wins, in my opinion. Uh, you know, the Nebraska game, three turnovers, ten penalties. You know, you keep the ball 37 minutes, uh, 312 yards total offense. I mean, that that, that was just you know, it was just ugly. I mean, it's marred by the ten penalties and the three turnovers. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. But uh, and we were the same way um, at Arizona State. We were so lucky to win that that football game. Um, and you know, Shadour just throws throws one down the field, and they blew coverage, and we had a kid catch it, and you know, we kicked the field goal to end the game, and it was. Um, uh, it wasn't a walk-off, but pretty close. And yeah. It was the same way for us. We got sacked. You know, that kid's been sacked 30 times this year. <laughs> um, couldn't run the football. Uh, you know, every game is going to be like that for us, though, Chris. I mean, we got Stanford this week after a bye, and I'll guarantee you this is a trap game if I've ever seen one. So it's just, uh, you know, we have some skilled players on both back end and, and receiver part, and, a quarterback that's playing his heart out, and uh, yeah, we find a way to win four games already, and a chance to win five, and we'll see. But um, ours was just as ugly as yours, I can guarantee you. <laughs> Coach Rule has been pretty transparent with his kids, and he's he's pretty been pretty much been on the money when he's talked to, to the media with just how things are and expectations are. And I sent you that clip of him before the Northern Illinois game, and he's really trying to get guys to, to cut it loose. And, and right now he's trying to work on kind of a wounded roster with so many guys that have gone down. Nebraska's limited as a, as a passing team anyway with who they're playing at quarterback. And I really like Harburg's grit, but there's just some limitations. And he's not played a lot of football what do you do where, you know, when you look at Nebraska's situation, Coach, where they're, they've got some limited options to throw the football, they've got a limited passer, and they're not a great under-center run team with the rest of the schedule they've got? I mean, there's some winnable games, but but Rule's right. He said there's also a lot of losable games. Well, I think it's a fine line between acknowledging exactly who you are and accepting who you really are. And as a coach, you've got to do both, but you've got to balance it, and you've got to, 
you got to make them think they're better than they are, but you got to let them know where they are so they can get better and, and be where they think they should be. And so it's a fine line, but the most important thing in this whole thing, I believe, comes down to we're in this thing together. Mm-hmm. You know, we are, we're going to acknowledge who we are. We're going we're gonna to dream about who we want to be, and we're going to find a way to take the steps to, to get to where we, what we dream our, about ourselves. And, um, I mean, it's just, it, you just got to be gritty. You got to acknowledge it. We are a uh, workman type team. We're not going to be showy. We're just going to find a way to win. That's who we want to be. And that in itself is the greatest lesson you can learn as in athletics is that you're just going to be gritty and you're going to find a way to win. And it doesn't have to be pretty. So, I mean, and there's fun in that. Okay. There, there, and there's at the end of the year, if you accomplish that, it is the most fun year you have in coaching because uh, a coach takes you where you can't take yourself. That's the definition of coaching. And uh, the co- the player's role is to say, coach, coach me, coach me, take me where I can't take myself. And if you agree on those two things, then you're going to have fun, you're going to work, you're going to cry together, you're going to win together. But that's, that's what it's all about right there. It's Coach Gary Barnett with us here on Hale Varsity Radio talking Matt Rule, Nebraska. And, and Coach, just last night, uh, University of Nebraska released a video rewinding both the Northern Illinois and the Louisiana Tech wins. And in it, you got to see some pregame speeches from Matt Rule, pretty moving, those speeches saying, we need to be prepared to die on that field, essentially. I'm paraphrasing for Coach Rule there. And I want to get your thoughts on, on the pregame speech, because Matt Rule had a moving one, but there's another coaching legend out there, Bud Grant. He played uh, in the NBA for the Lakers, and he said during that time he never liked the pregame speech, so whenever he became a head coach, he used them very infrequently because he said, those are the guys risk it all. I'm just standing on the sideline. What are they going to hear from me that's going to really resound with them before a game? They know what they need to do. What was your take on the pregame speech? Was it important? Was it a, a side note before the game? How did you approach that moment? Well, there were two moments that were really important to me. Thursday night. Uh, after practice, I would meet with a team, and I learned this from Coach McCartney. Uh, and I'd I'd set the table right there that Thursday night, and I would. Uh, I it was funny. I used to pull all, everybody that uh, everybody that touched our players. We would meet on Thursday morning, and I would ask each one of them what we need to do to win this game, and they all would have such great answers. And at the end of that meeting, it was about an hour. And at the, and there were guys that were better than other guys, and I'd always save them for last. And I swear, when we left that meeting, I knew whoever we were going to play, we were going to beat them, or we were going to play our butts off. And I, it was so confident, confidence building for our staff. And so, one time, I, I, I took that meeting and I replicated it in front of all the players because. Players needed to hear that coaches thought that way about them yeah. and that other people thought that way about them and believed in them so much. And uh, it was really one of my greatest moves. And it, was, it wasn't meant to be a move. It was just something that I felt like we needed to do, and it was stinking awesome. It was awesome. And um, I really wished I could do it after every Thursday meeting. But I was the big pregame speech guy. I, I worked on it. I worked on the Thursday night thing, and I worked on – pregame and of course after what happened in that Thursday morning Thursday night meeting 
it told me what to say on on Saturday for the game. So no, it was important to me because that's the way I like to coach, and that's the way I like to play. So it just depends. It, it's it's sort of like uh, Bud Grant said he didn't like it and he didn't want to play that way. I did like it and I did want to play that way, and so uh, that that I was a big pregame guy and a big Thursday night guy. That's pretty awesome to hear. Gary Barnett's with us, Hale Varsity Radio. Coach, uh, thoughts on Coach Prime's take on, on Friday night football, late Friday night football? I'm totally in agreement. <laughs> I, you know, I, I would feel that way as a coach. I'd feel that, I'd feel that way as a broadcaster. i feel that way as a fan. It's, it's, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, we're going to start this game at 820, and uh, nobody cares when I get home, but I'm going to get home at 210, in the morning, um, you lose fan base. Uh-huh. Your your older fans, loyal fans, they can't do it. If you have a close game like we had against CSU, double overtime. I mean, uh, with nine penalties in the first quarter, the first quarter last fifty-seven minutes. I mean, really, why are we doing that? <clears throat> and uh, I agree with him totally. And I I just hope his kids don't feel that way because it's a trap game if he does. Well, meanwhile, the Big Ten's adding even more Friday night games beginning in 2024. Let's just leave that one be. Well, (laughs) I don't mind. I don't mind Friday night games that start at 530, you know, or 5. I don't mind that. I I really don't. It's the 815 deals. Give me a break. Coach, we'll hit some rapid fire here. Oregon, Washington, Huskies minus three. Hey, let me tell you, Chris, this is the hardest week to pick I've seen in a long time. Huskies by three. I'm taking the Huskies. I I just think they're a better team. Yeah, Notre Dame, USC, Irish stung by Louisville, Irish minus three. Caleb Williams is the best football player I've seen in years. And even though USC's defense is substandard, I just just won't bet against Caleb Williams. I'm going with USC. Future Denver Bronco. (laughs) That's what Elijah's hoping. (laughs) We're working on it, aren't we? (laughs) Midas 3. We're on tonight. You can see our efforts. (laughs) Midas 3, North Carolina. Does does Miami get back, Coach? Oh, no. North Carolina wins. Um, Go ahead. By the way, by the way, if you haven't coached, you haven't done what what uh, Mario Cristobal did. So we've all done it, believe me, every <laughs> one of us, including me. Oh, so, no. uh, you know, everybody's ragging on him pretty hard. I, you know, give him a break. <laughs> Missouri, do they bounce back? They had, man, they had it, and then they did, and LSU came back. Now they're at Kentucky. This, is, this can be a great game. I, I just looked at the numbers. Uh, and I, I think Missouri is going to win this game. I really do. And uh, somebody else, I think, on ESPN picked them as the upset, too. And I, I, I think Missouri is going to win this game. But this, this could be a really heck of a football game. Coach, last thought, Iowa at Wisconsin, whiskey minus nine and a half. Uh, boy. I don't know. I, I think I would take Iowa in the point. Okay. And uh, But I don't know if they're going to win the game. But I think I'd take nine. Nine points is more than they normally score. So, uh, you know, <laughs> they hold everybody close. So, you give them nine. If you spot them nine, they're liable to beat you. Both of so them. I'm going to go with Iowa points, but Wisconsin will win the game. 
Coach Gary Barnett. Coach, you stay warm late tomorrow night, all right? <laughs> all right, Chris. Take care. Appreciate you. All right. Talk to you later. There he is, Coach Gary Barnett with us. Good to spend time with him. We love doing rapid fire with college football picks and good thoughts on Nebraska. We'll hit some Major League Baseball. Great postseason. A lot of drama. Some new names. And uh, Husker and Major League Baseball great. Jabba Chamberlain next.